Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Thursday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. A Thursday morning. We have not done a Thursday show in forever. I know. But somebody, you know, it's my own fault because I thought we weren't doing a show on Monday and Cheryl got back late Tuesday night and too late to record our show for Wednesday. So we just decided that we'll give you shows on Thursday and Friday this week instead. Yeah, we're trying our best. Yeah. So my apologies if you were expecting it. Um, my bad. <laughs> did you have fun? I did. Your sunburnt, your earlobes, your poor little tiny earlobes are my, burnt. My earlobes are perfectly your belly, happy. Your belly is burnt. I soaked in all the sun. Good. I froze up here. It's, you know, you had a choice. You could have come. I did. Let's start with the Disney Parks blog news. Disney Springs is celebrating Women's History Month with uh, Her Story. That's right. They're talking about Her Story um, this month uh, at Disney Springs. Is that like history? His his story and her story. Gotcha. So um, this is Women's History Month uh, for the month of March. Um, the There will be a spotlight series at the Art of Disney and the Wonderground Gallery and it will focus on female filmmakers, artists, and directors who have worked at Walt Disney Animation Studios, including Mary Blair, Ruthie Thompson, Jennifer Lee, Josie Trinidad, and more. Uh, there will be visiting artists showcasing their talents at the Art of Disney and at the Marketplace Co-op. Um, there will be an opportunity to meet a character artist from the Disney Creative Group, um, and that will be in, let's see, at the Ever After Jewelry Company. Uh, and accessories where she'll be greeting guests and signing purchases. Uh, This young woman did a lot of the art and illustrations for the little golden book based on Pixar. Um, And then there will be entertainment acts at the Advent Health Waterside Stage every Wednesday from 5 to 9 that will highlight strong female vocalists and acts who are sharing their own inspiring stories. Uh, Let's see. They'll also have some uh, chefs um, with Instagrammable creations powerhouse women female chefs and of course what would it be without a special float it is the um elastigirl float uh, the miss incredible float oh that's which is cute. a specific drink uh with an a uh, elastigirl straw it's black cherry lemonade strawberry and lemon dole whip served over at marketplace snacks yeah that sounds pretty good so it's a, a good way to celebrate the uh, women's history month very nice yeah more celebrations happening um, at Hilton Head's DVC Resort. They are celebrating 25 years of magic. That's right. 25 years ago, the Disney Vacation Club opened up their third resort uh, in Hilton Head. And uh, this is set to look like a 1940s era hunting and fishing lodge. Uh, some of the trees on the property, live oak trees, are more than 300 years old. The, there are many recreational activities in the area, and they have 12 miles of breathtaking beaches in Hilton Head. None of which are directly accessible from the uh, Hilton Head Vacation Club property. Yeah, you got to take a little shuttle. You do. Uh, It is a nice area. It's been, God, a number of years since we've been there. Uh, Disney's actually located on the marsh side uh, of the island, but it is uh, very nice, very serene. Um, uh, So if you're ever in South Carolina, uh, you can actually book that as a hotel. um, And you just need to contact your favorite travel agent who's talking to you right now. Yes, you are. All right, um, Ray and the Last Dragon, that's ready to hit theaters, um, as well as hitting Disney Plus premiere. That's right. Uh, uh, Disney's Raya and the Last Dragon releases Friday in some theaters, 
we've been trying to find it in our local Cinemark, and we can't. We might yeah, have to go to an weird. AMC, but that's uh, a whole different logistic story there. Um, how is how is Disney celebrating? Uh, the Animal Kingdom theme park we mentioned they put in a forty ton sand sculpture at the Discovery Island stage. Uh, there is also the character animation experience, character drawing during the animation experience at Conservation Station. There's a whole bunch of new tasty treats inspired by the film. Uh, there are, of course, new products at Shop Disney, Walt, uh, Disney Stores, Walt Disney World Resort, and Downtown Disney Shopping District. Target has a bunch of toys. I saw them when I was made my last uh, trip into Target. And coming soon to Downtown Disney District, there's going to be a new art installation by uh, Walt Disney Imagineering concept designer Zhao Qing Chen, uh, who was born and raised in Malaysia and drew inspiration for this artwork from the film and her heritage. Um, there's also a free online uh, activity pack for kids that is uh, a way you can discover more about the film with activities themed to nature, storytelling, creativity, friendship, and community. Very nice. Yeah. Um, there's a limited time pop-up at Disney Springs. What's this one about? That's right. Uh, it's a photo opportunity. They've been putting these photo opportunities on the back of the Christmas store mm-hmm. uh, on that brick wall there. Okay. And, and this is for the Secrets of Sulphur Springs, which is a new show on the Disney Channel and Disney+. Plus. Um, it is a mystery show. It's about two 12-year-olds who find a secret portal that allows them to travel back in time. Um, and they become part of a... a long time mystery so uh good to have your picture taken with that that's right you can get your picture done uh our friend dave is watching it and and he's like uh he's all into it really yeah that's funny all right um it's opening day what today at the flower and garden festival wednesday march 3rd nice inter taste of epcot international flower and garden festival is now in bloom (laughs) um so uh you know it's going to be there through july 5th so check it out if you can Hashtag Fresh Epcot. Um, there's 100 individual topiaries around the park. Uh, there are 20 different garden areas. There are fresh bites and sips in more than 20 locations. There's live music in the air. Um, uh, they have the search for Spike the Bee on the Spike's Pollination Exploration Scavenger Hunt. There is, of course, exclusive merchandise. Always. Now, last year's exclusive merchandise, they never got a chance to sell because of <laughs> no. COVID. Yeah, I'm sure some of it's probably being recycled this year. Right. So uh, check that out. And last but not least, in our Disney uh, Parks blog news, Disney Paper Parks. There is a another step in the series. That's right. It is the Disney Paper Parks Lunar New Year. Uh, and these are a couple of paper dolls, Mickey and Minnie, featuring uh, Lunar New Year-inspired outfits. It's really nice if you have a color printer because they're, or I guess you could color them in with a crayon or pencils or Sharpies or whatever you use coloring instruments of your choice um these are you know pretty cool uh they're based on um some costumes in disney live entertainment um and of course these sheets require the use of scissors glue and folding along dotted lines in specific directions in disneyland news uh some good news about the uh rates of covid it looks like it's dropped in california it has last week orange county california I uh, had 11.9 cases per 100,000 residents. Excuse me. As of Tuesday, the rate is 7.6 per 100,000 residents. Um, in order to move into the red tier, they have to reach a rate of 7 per 100,000 residents. Um, there's the thought that that could be reached by next week when the measurements are taken. Uh, in order to stay in the red tier, 
uh, they have to maintain those metrics for two consecutive weeks. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the bigger thing. It's like it's right. close for a day. Right. <laughs> Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Um, once they reach that red tier, restaurants, movie theaters, and other indoor business o- businesses can reopen with masking and physical distancing policies in place, which is good news for downtown Disney. Right. Um, because then people can actually start to go into restaurants right. again. Um, so uh, after red comes orange, that is the uh, – actually uh, – Tier three after purple and red. Okay. Well, red comes next. Uh, and then they want it, they're trying to move everything Disneyland into the orange tier. Okay. So it goes. So you still have one more tier after, after purple, this. after red, then orange. So okay. hopefully. Someday. Yeah. Maybe Someday by summer. Someday they will reopen. Yeah. Disneyland Legacy Pass holders who attend a touch of Disney are going to receive some swag. That's right. If you're a Legacy Pass holder, you will get a special Legacy Pass holder themed magnet, a special button featuring a unique design, and a Disney California Park 20th anniversary themed photo opportunity. Very nice. Um, Over at Disney World, the Sunshine Tree Terrace has debuted a new sign. That's right. They've debuted a new sign and a new mural. Uh, The mural is on the side of the building and it features Orange Bird. Um, And the new... Uh, sign uh, features, uh, it says home of the orange bird with the orange bird's head. Uh, it's a new style sign. The old style sign used to be um, like wooden slats. Mm-hmm. The new sign is just one piece. It makes it a little easier to read. I don't know that it's I, I would quaint. never even notice that it was a different sign. Oh, it's a big thing. Orange bird is big. Big again. He, well, he was on the other sign, isn't he? He was on the other side. So he was I don't bigger. understand. Well, now they're publicizing orange bird. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know what orange bird has done. I mean, the mural is news. Yes. The change in the sign, I don't, I don't know. It's uh, not very exciting. No. It's news, but it's bad news. Well, it's unexciting news. Okay. Uh, the limited edition, speaking of useless news here. Yes. The limited edition stitch from February is now at Disney World. That's right. He was a little late uh, in delivery this month, but the February Stitch Crashes Disney collection, which is inspired by Lady and the Tramp, um, it's stitch covered in spaghetti and meatballs, along with the um, what? What kind of uh, tablecloth would you call that from Lady and the Tramp? What is that style? Gingham. Gingham, uh, and the gingham tablecloth. Um, this was supposed to be uh, for February, but it did just arrive at the Walt Disney World Resort. It is available at the Star Traders in the Magic Kingdom, um, and as a part of this series, um, there is not only the stitch plush, 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 but a pin and magic band as well. All right. The cleaning is continuing in the moat. That's right. I have never seen a moat so clean uh, than I have at Cinderella's Castle. Um, They continue to uh, clean and gussy it all up. Um, They're also taking apart the stage. I'm I'm shocked when I see pictures of the stage and a lot of it is like covered in rust. Mm, Well, I guess it happens. But, uh, you know, the stage, maybe the stage work is, is way overdue. Um, but, uh, they are working on this, uh, as part of the 50th anniversary update and uh, which is going to begin October for, uh, for 50th anniversary celebration, which will begin in October. All right. Moving to Epcot work is continuing on the harmonious barge placement. Uh, that's right. The, um, giant six story centerpiece harmonious barge was moved into place, uh, recently, uh, as well as having a second set of arms uh, added to it. I, I just, I do not see how this is 
not an eyesore. It's they're not running it right now though. So, you know. They're not. If it's ever going to be out there not being run, it's going to be an eyesore. But if it's basically going to be like a fountain that's constantly like basically having water over it or whatever, then it might be attractive. Right. We'll see. I just, I don't know that it's ever going to get to that point. It will someday. I am just uh, sharing with you a picture of what it's supposed to look like during yeah, the Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be pretty. But, uh, you know, I like looking at, I like well, standing you're not going in to get to. the American Pavilion yes. and looking across and looking at Spaceship Those Earth. days are And over. now that view is going to be... Blocked. That's right. I used to like to to uh, watch the Dancing Water show at the fountain. Well, this will be kind of like blocked. Dancing Water. Mm-hmm. The uh, La Gelateria is getting close to opening. That's right. This is in the Italy Pavilion in Epcot. Um, they're done with the roofing and some of the side work, but they are still doing some work on the facade. Uh, the window awnings have been installed. Uh, it does get closer and closer. Uh, They are doing stonework on the walkway. I'm just amazed that they are able to take this building and drop it into the already existing section, and you would not know uh, that it hasn't been there for 20 years, 30 years. They're good like that. They are. Um, Epcot has debuted a new entrance plaza lighting. That's right. As part of their new makeover, uh, they have a unified set of lights that uh, shine not only around the park on Spaceship Earth, but in the fountain as well. Uh, so this is part of the uh, new entrance, um, and it's kind of all tied together. The colors cascade from one lighting system to another, so there's interplay between the lighting elements. All right. The other half of the flagpoles were put up. And that's exciting. Yeah. There are now 12 flagpoles at the entrance, uh, and based on a uh, posting by Imagineer Zach Ridley, uh, they now have uh, 12 pavilion logo flags on them. And they are, you know, kind of like a stylized logo for each one of the pavilions. And there are 12 groups of six flags, two groups of six flags, one on either side of the spaceship Earth. Each flag has a logo representing one of the six pavilions in Future World. Um, And there are only flags and logos representing currently open pavilions. All right. So, like, there's no flag for Guardians of the Galaxy. There's no flag for the Play Pavilion. That would be weird. Right. The Patina Restaurant Group is hiring a pastry chef for Space 220. All right, so here's the question. Yes. Will Space 220 ever open up? I mean, yes, someday, but I don't know that I'd put money on it being in the next six months. It was originally supposed to open in the winter of 2019. It's crazy. Then it got pushed to April of 2020. Yeah, and that was a bad choice. That was a very bad choice. Um, and, uh, now it's just listed as coming soon with no date, but on the plus side, like Cheryl mentioned, uh, they are looking for an executive pastry chef. All right. Well, when they finally open, they'll have some good treats. I hope they have eclairs. Disney Springs has some new signage by the health check area. Is that related to masks? That's right. They let you know what type of masks are not permitted. And uh, would you like to go over the masks that are not allowed? Sure. No neck gaiters, no open chin triangle bandanas, no face coverings with valves, and no face coverings with mesh. I think that makes sense to have there, and I hope they have them kind of all along the way in the parking garage because we encountered uh, on two occasions people walking up with the gaiters on mm-hmm. and either a cast member as they're approaching or, uh, you know, another um, – 
another guest saying, hey, they're not going to let you in with that, just so mm-hmm. you know, so you don't have to run all the way back to your car to go look for something else. So it's nice if they have those signs a little bit close, you know, a little right. bit further out than when you start to right. You get right there. Because that's a long walk. It is. It can be. And I, I feel like the people that are going to Disney Springs aren't necessarily as informed. I think if you're going to Disney World, you know what the rules are going to be. But if you're just shop, stopping in to shop at Disney Springs, maybe you haven't uh, researched it quite as much. Right. All right. The uh, metal platforms are being installed at the Poly. That's right. Part of the ongoing process of rebuilding the monorail platform at the Polynesian Village Resort, which attaches to the Grand Ceremonial House or Arrival Building uh, on property. Um, Pillars are up. Uh, The cement level right now goes all the way up to the monorail platform. Steel and uh, steel platforms and beams have been laid down. That will be part of the platform and the walkway. But, you know, there's still a lot of masonry and cement work to be done, but it's a uh, it's a work in progress. All right. Easter and Mother's Day brunches are coming to Whispering Canyon and Ale and Compass. Yep. Whispering Canyon Cafe and Ale and Compass will offer uh, some special lunches during Easter and Mother's Day weekends. Uh, they will both be brunches uh, at the uh, Whispering Canyon. You will have the holiday brunch barbecue menu, which will include the all you care to enjoy brunch brunch skillet. When did it become all you care to enjoy? What happened to all you can eat? All you can eat sounds so barbaric. Right. All you care to enjoy is like, you know, you don't have to eat until you feel like you're going to pop. When you stop enjoying it, you can stop eating. What if I enjoy it until I, just before I pop? Well, that's fine. That's how much you care to enjoy. All right. So the uh, menu at the Whispering Canyon will include mini pastries, house-made buttermilk cheddar biscuits with sausage gravy, scrambled eggs, country potatoes, Hickory smoked bacon, sausage, smoked salmon and pulled pork, Mickey Mouse waffles, and green asparagus with hollandaise sauce. They will have plant-based options available upon request. Um, The dates for this are Easter weekend, which is April 3rd and 4th, and Mother's Day weekend, which is May 8th and 9th. The price for this brunch is $25 for adults and $14 for children ages 3 to 9. Okay. Uh, for a brunch in Disney World on a holiday weekend, I do not think that is a bad price at all. it's not terrible. And then over at the Ale and Compass, uh, they will have an all-you-care-to-enjoy option with items like blueberry bacon pancakes, breakfast protein bowl, shrimp and white cheddar grits, a main lobster roll. Um, they will also have a selection of cocktails. Uh, their pricing has not yet been released, but we will get that to you as soon as it is made available. All righty. Well, Disney World Imagineering has filed permits for the Star Wars Galactic Cruiser Hotel, Uh, for show sets and theatrical lighting. That's right. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is going to be their boutique hotel, which uh, will offer a two-night immersive Star Wars experience. Um, They have requested uh, or filed a permit for fabrication and installation of show sets from Adirondack Scenic. Scenic, They have worked on Bell's Castle and the Casey Jr. Splash and Soak in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, Show sets... You know, there there are interactive elements in here. There's going to be some, you know, training. There's going to be uh, missions that you go on. Uh, so this is building uh, those sets. Um, and as a part of the sets, you, of course, need theatrical lighting. Uh, so a permit was filed for that as well. Um, and that uh, that is, you know, continuing uh, to move uh, move forward. Okay. Bob Chapek talked about Disney and Disney Plus recently. Uh, At a convention? Uh, He was at a Morgan Stanley conference. Okay, conference. um, And he talked about the uh, shift from direct, from shifted, 
Disney's focus shifting to direct to consumer entertainment, mm-hmm. um, and that it's going to be a large part of, of the, the Walt Disney Company's future. Um, and you know, he's thought that eventually it could influence the uh, theme parks as well. So it's not just the streaming service, but um, you know, there will be some interaction on viewing trends and what gets put into the parks. Hmm. Uh, he did mention that um, 50% of Disney Plus's subscriber base are adults without children. Uh, He also does not believe that there will be a single winner in the streaming wars. Uh, He says that as streaming services continue to become more prevalent, there will be multiple winners. Um, And, uh, you know, the the whole thing with, you know, Raya and the Last Dragon gets released this week. And it's going to be available on Premier Access on Disney Plus. And they asked him about that. And uh, Bob Chapek said that users have become more impatient, um, you know, and they want to see uh, availability in their homes faster than the normal, you know, four month turnaround time. Um, so Premier Plus, you know, Premier Access may be the way of the uh, of the future. I mean, COVID brought that on, but, it, you know, it might just have been might just have sped things along, you know, mm-hmm. five, 10 years down the road. We might have been looking at this anyway, where people want these new releases and they want them in their homes immediately mm-hmm. and are willing to pay for them, you know, to have them right away. Right. Uh, and then, you know, how, how is uh, viewing habits going to affect the parks? Uh, there's going to be interconnectedness between all branches of the company. So your Disney Plus watch history can help you plan the perfect Disney parks vacation because Disney Genie, which was announced way back in 2019, which is going to be their planning service, um, it has not been rolled out yet, but it will, you know, it, once you have a Disney Plus account, they'll know what you view. They'll know what you like. If you like things that are based on rides, you know, they're going to plan your vacation for you based on your viewing history. So just interesting to see how all of the uh, pieces, you know, tie together. All right. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is going to begin filming later this year. Yay. Yeah, I know. You're excited for that. Yep. Um and uh, yeah, James Gunn, the movie's been done for a while. You may recall he was fired in 2018 for some of his statements on uh, Twitter, uh, historical statements on Twitter. Uh, and then there was a movement to bring him back. He was rehired in 2019. He finished the script in April. He is right now finishing up work with uh, the DC Suicide Squad movie. Um, and then uh, later this year, they will begin filming Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Woo! All right, tell me what's coming to Disney Plus in March. Um, okay, you skipped a couple stories, but that's all right. No, not on my page, thing page. I didn't. Sure, well, well, I'll I'll go over them in a second. But what's coming to Disney Plus in March? Uh, we've got the season finale of WandaVision, which will be this Friday. Um, also, Raya and the Last Dragon available on Premiere Access for twenty nine ninety nine. Um, a Garfield Tale of Two Kitties that was a Fox <laughs> movie. Uh, if you enjoyed Bill Murray doing the voice of Garfield. Uh, We're going to have Marvel Studios Legends, which will uh, cover the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Got a couple new issues of Disney Secrets of Sulphur Springs. Um, The Falcon and Winter Soldier debuting uh, on March 19th. And uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changers debuting on March 26th. So uh, lots of good stuff going on. Now, what stories did Cheryl miss, which she says she did not? Well, no, no, no. I didn't miss them from my list, which means you didn't give them to me. Um, Pixar's Soul won the Golden Globe oh, for Best I Animated have, fi- uh, I have Feature. have that one here. Oh, you have that one I on do. your list. All right. How about this one? Um, 
the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Eternals, uh, the costumes have been revealed. Oh, a, I think you said that, but I didn't write that down. In a 16-month calendar. Uh, I'm, I'm very much on the fence for this movie. Uh, I believe it's supposed to be released in November as part of uh, Phase 4 of the MCU. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I can't get uh, fully behind it yet. It's a story about a race of Eternals. Who've you been know, around for tens of thousands of years, but every time I think there's going to yes, be a bad Marvel movie, exactly. I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was going to and it's stink, my favorite. and it's one of your favorites. Yeah. Yes. All right. Was that it? That is it. That we are done with Disney stories. You should now go to your Universal section. All right. Universal news. Uh, Universal is evaluating the future of Seuss Landing. That's right. Seuss Landing is one of the areas of their Islands of Adventure. Uh, and they are now reevaluating it because, as many of you may know this week, um, the foundation that manages the publication of the Dr. Seuss books has halted publication on six of the books for being hurtful and wrong. Um, a few of those books are referred to in, um, uh, in Seuss Landing. Uh, there's a play area uh, that is uh, inspired by If I Ran the Zoo, and there is a Mulberry Street store. Um, which is based on, and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see if they uh, end up flattening that area. and uh, Or if they just wait for the hoopla to die down. Yeah, which is probably the best option. The, um, let's see. Construction at Universal's fourth park, Epic Universe, is going to resume. That's right. That announcement was made today, uh, today's Wednesday, um, by their CEO. Um, and... Uh, Brian Roberts, Comcast CEO, said that the uh, restart of construction is a terrific moment for our employees and for theme park business in Florida. Unfortunately, it's not going to be uh, ramped up immediately because it takes several months to get to full speed, but um, they will be reassembling their vendor and contractor teams. All right. Yeah. Coca-Cola freestyle machines have been have debuted at CityWalk. That's exciting news. And one of my favorite things about Universal, which Universal in general I didn't love, but I did love that they had freestyle machines yes. everywhere. Yes. Some of the resorts at uh, Walt Disney World finally have them. Um, but uh, freestyle machines are now available at Universal CityWalk. And uh, I think it's one of the best uh, inventions ever. Uh, they're right now at the refresh stand near the Red Oven Pizza Bakery. Right. And then Jurassic World, the Velocicoaster is running with dummies. I am not <laughs> on the Velocicoaster. Um, no, the Velocicoaster is now cycling three trains with dummies to test weights and uh, load uh, on the ride. Um, some very cool pictures have been coming out. One interesting thing is with the number of uh, twists and turns, and I believe there is a loop involved in this ride, there are no shoulder harnesses. It is lap harnesses only, lap restraints. Oof. So that would make me incredibly nervous. Uh, but then again, I'm incredibly nervous to begin with on any roller coaster. Yes, you are. You do, I'm not getting you on that regardless of how many straps they are, there are holding I, you in. I still need to make it onto uh, Aerosmith. All right. And then the Incredicoaster. Um, let's talk about the Kennedy Space Center. Yes. They're reopening something? That's right. The Kennedy Space Center Visitor Complex is reopening their Apollo Saturn V Center to the public in late March. It was announced uh, on Tuesday. Uh, the center and its exhibits have been closed since uh, the COVID shutdown of last summer. 
there will be new health and safety precautions, and uh, they have set up a new arrival area uh, when you enter the Apollo Saturn V Center. Um, however, the Moon Rock Cafe will not be open uh, when that section reopens. Um, the main part of the visitor complex remains open. That includes the shuttle launch experience, the space shuttle Atlantis, the IMAX Theater, and Heroes and Legends featuring the U.S. Astronauts Hall of Fame. Uh, the center's hours are currently 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and does run on limited capacity. Right. So uh, that's a good day trip if you're headed to Florida after a cruise, pre-cruise, post-cruise. It's a good way to spend a day if you uh, you like the space program. Yeah. Yeah. It, is, right. it was fun. We did that. No, you didn't. Yes, we I did. I did it alone. You didn't want to go. Oh, we did it in Texas. Yes, we went to the Johnson Space Center in Texas. Okay. All right, so we'll be back tomorrow. And until then, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.